0: This is AgriPol's Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Thanking Congress for coming through for farmers and ranchers and replenishing the Commodity Credit Corporation. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Increased commodity purchases from China are obviously a good thing for American agriculture, but will they be enough? The Chinese agreed to a big increase in annual ag purchases in the Phase I trade deal, about $36.5 billion in total. But a recent report from the U.S. Trade Representative puts purchases at about $23.6 billion. While that's obviously short of achieving the Phase I goals, American Farm Bureau Chief Economist John Newton says there are some good things to be observed thus far. We've obviously seen the Chinese make a number of structural changes to further advance agricultural trade with the United States. We've seen strong new crop purchases of corn and soybeans in particular. China's been a big player in the pork market this year as well. So I think all of this is a step in the right direction. We do need to see those export commitments turn into actual shipments for this goal to be realized. But there's something to watch in the USTR report. Many of the figures were reported as purchases which don't always lead to actual Chinese imports. Representatives from different cattle industry groups are set to make virtual presentations to producers tonight. AgriPulse's Ben Nolly has more.
1: Representatives from the nation's top cattle advocacy groups are expected to be at a Florida sale barn tonight laying out public policy priorities. One of the organizations attending the event at the Okeechobee Livestock Market in Okeechobee, Florida, is the Organization for Competitive Markets. OCM Executive Director Mike Eby says his members will share concerns about checkoff programs as well as other topics. This whole program was established back in the day to promote your commodity as a promotion, promotion and research. It has really, I believe, been hijacked to you know now be more used as a way to push a net zero initiative. They're claiming it to be industry led, but it's really, truly large entities, large companies. Global companies that are have partnered with Checkoff dollars. Other groups invited to attend tonight's event include the US Cattlemen's Association and Orcaf USA. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association was invited but declined to attend because they said NCBA will not participate in events with organizations litigating against NCBA or the beef checkoff. The event starts tonight at six PM Eastern. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. In case you missed it, the Environmental Protection Agency will allow for another
0: five years of dicamba use. EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler made the announcement early Tuesday evening in Georgia. The news came with a new June 30th cutoff date for dicamba application on soybeans and a July 30th cutoff for cotton. There's also a handful of other changes, including increased buffer zones and drift controls. Wheeler tells reporters the agency thinks the additional protocols will be strong enough to withstand continued use of the product. We reviewed a lot of new information. We had multiple questions. We had regular phone calls with the registrants asking them for detailed information on their studies and information.
1: Consulted with
0: other outside experts. Um, We reviewed all the literature. And we believe at this point that the decision today will be protective of other farmers' crops by increasing the buffer zone, as well as requiring the buffer agent. Both of those efforts will help ensure that there is not negative impacts on other farmers' lands. However, environmental groups can be expected to push back against the decision. Earlier this year, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals said the EPA had underestimated the impact of dicamba and vacated the registrations of three products that use the chemical. Steve Davies has more in his story on
1: agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm Bureau thanks Congress for coming through for farmers and ranchers. Replenishing the Commodity Credit Corporation keeps conservation and other farm bill programs on track. Learn more at FB.org.
0: By the way, AgriPulse's Sarah Wyant is taking part in a webinar tomorrow on pork exports. Join Sarah as well as USDA Trade Undersecretary Ted McKinney, North Carolina Farmer Jan Archer, and Iowa State University Economist Dermot Hayes tomorrow at noon Eastern for the discussion. Learn more under the Events tab on agripulse.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.